we do have pretty much breaking news on Kevin Durant. It looks like it's only going to be two to three weeks that he's out. Mm -hmm. They are going to reevaluate him in a couple weeks, which is a pretty good break for a team that for a while, since the new, since we saw the video and saw that he was out last night when he slipped on the court and twisted his ankle, there was reports that he could be out for the rest of the regular season. Yeah. And that would have been brutal for a Suns team that right now is trying to like at least get themselves home court advantage. They're not going to they're not going to get the 2 seed or the 1 seed in the West. They're too far behind. They've had too many injuries this year. Obviously, cuz now Kevin Durant hurt again. It's a freak injury. It happens. But this this is the best news they probably could have gotten after we saw what happened. No, I completely agree because okay, so you're thinking when you see the video, it looks bad. Yeah, really bad. I thought he broke his ankle. It's a fluky situation, obviously. And uh, with Kevin Durant, I mean, you're going to need him healthy if the Suns are going to do anything. Because I was completely out on the Suns until they made this deal. They lose a little bit of depth. The reason I want him back before the regular season ends, even if it's just for the final week, is just to get some game action. I mean, although realistically, do you think Kevin Durant could miss the first round of the playoffs and the Suns would be all right? If or Devin even, Booker it, keeps playing the way he is, yes. That's what I mean. Like, you I mean, need more a, from DeAndre Ayton. They need more from DeAndre Ayton, and Chris Paul's got to be able to make a shot. That's like, a good question. If it was Phoenix-Dallas without Durant, I think Dallas could win that I'd probably series. bet Dallas. I, I Dallas think Dallas, I think Dallas is going to give him a fight with KD. I, I, I think, agree with I think that. the Suns win the series. Yes, but it would go six. But Luka's too good, man. And Kyrie, in the fourth quarter of these games, one of the better closers. They do have shot makers. They just don't play. Like, they don't have any... They don't have any bigs, really, to compete, I feel like, in that series against DeAndre Ayton if he's playing up to his capability. You know what I mean? Especially if they got him in the first round, right? So, like, Luka's not tired. Like, if you get him in the second or third round, I, I think that'd be, a, that'd be a great series. Like, Christian Wood can't hold his own in a playoff series, I don't no, think, no, no, against no. a team like that. So. The, the issue, though, with the Mavs is Luka – I mean, Luka and Kyrie still has not – it's not – it hasn't gelled enough yet where you could – I would be concerned over a seven-game series with that, and you throw Christian Wood in the mix, and their their efficiency goes. I mean, it just bottoms out. It, it's it's not good, but it is still. A, they're learning on the fly, right? That that that's part of what we knew was going to be the case here. Dallas has all the firepower now with those two alone. I mean, it's two guys that can put up forty points. Yeah, but it's there's something about the way Phoenix is built now, where you knew Durant you could put in anywhere and it was going to work. Right. Now you got Booker and Durant on the perimeter. Aiden, if they get him involved in some way again, which they need to start getting him involved more, but you're not going to run plays through the post. This is not how the NBA works. Like you're it, not yeah. going to do that. So he is kind of becoming the odd man out a little bit. But you do have another threat that defenses would still have to respect if he's having a game that makes you respect DeAndre Aiton down low. And then Chris Paul, the facilitator, going through all this. Like, the balance is there for the Suns, but they've got to get back and they've got to get healthy. They beat Dallas in the first round. It's tough if they play the Kings in the first round because Sacramento can score, but they can't stop anybody. Right. Durant, Durant and Booker could light them up for 40 each. I mean, that, there's, there's an opportunity that's like a 150-148 game night in and night out. Uh, I would, I, Phoenix could go through Denver. Yeah, I think but it's so. it's really about it's really about where they're sitting in the in the standings. It it's really comes down to what seed they are and what that matchup is in the first round. Yeah, because right now it'd be Phoenix and Golden State if the playoffs started today. Oh, I want that later. Sign That's too early. Uh, no, I, but want see, that I, don't want, later. I don't want those in first rounds. No, I don't want I those agree. types of matchups. I agree, but man, without Durant, like that would be that'd be interesting. Would would Golden State be favored in that series without, without Durant? Yeah, I think they yes, would. probably. Yeah, I yes, they, they would. definitely would. Be. I agree. Everybody's back would now. Yeah, they're healthy. You know, if they got Steph and Clay out there and Draymond, yeah, they'll be favored in that series. I got to tell you, I think this Durant injury has the most impact on the Pacific Division. I think it's the Kings now to really yeah, they're lose, winning that division right? now because they're two games up on Phoenix, they're five games up on Golden State and the Clippers, and they're seven games up on the Lakers. I don't think Golden State, the Clippers, or the Lakers are catching them. And we've talked about this a bunch, even with Durant, like. 
Phoenix doesn't care about the division. Right. They just want to build that chemistry. They want to make sure they're clicking. While Sacramento, they're having one of their best seasons in the last 20 years. Like, they want to keep it going, yeah. right? They want to try to win games. So, if you're a person like Trista holding one of those tickets, I think you feel really, really good about it. Now, here's something Kings. to keep in mind, though, with Kevin Durant out. Devin Booker, over his last five games, is averaging 35 points a game on 57% shooting, 48% from three. He shot 74% against the Thunder the other night and put up 44 points in 28 minutes. Yeah. He so Devin has Booker been props. a monster. The problem is they're going to start setting those things so high like they did the other night. Damian Lillard's point, point – I think he was up to like 37 and a half. It's, it's been ridiculous like the last three weeks. So he had that one big night, and then it went up from like 35 and a half to 37 and a half, 38 and a half. There have been some big numbers. I've actually been playing some Dame Unders lately. Not every single night. Have they hit? Just in the right spot. Yeah, the game after. What did he drop? Uh, what was the big night? What did he have? 61 or whatever it was. What, the 70? Oh, uh, the 70. Yeah, the 70-point performance. The night after that, uh, I think he finished with like 26 or 27. I played the under at 37 and a half. He had 27 against Boston, then 31 against Detroit before that on Monday. Like, I like Dame, but now we're pricing him like he's Michael Jordan in 1997. 41, 33, 41. That was the stretch there, obviously, where you are going, okay, this is when he started. And then, the, I mean, he averaged 38 points a game in the month of February. It's not yeah. a fun bet to make, though, because, like, Dame could just light it up. It's like it, betting against Steph Curry. It is a really, really dangerous path to walk on, taking unders when it comes to stars like that. Because you just see it right away when guys like that are on, and Dame comes out, and he's got 14 points oh, yeah. in, like, six minutes. You're like, okay. One of the things <laughs> I like doing, dead. actually, with him is taking his first quarter points. Just in the first quarter? Yeah, I like just that. take the first quarter, because then sometimes you run the risk of, okay, maybe it's a blowout. Or he, he fades as the game goes on, and that's where you go from the 71 to the 25 points. Like, he shot only 42% in the game against the Warriors after he put up that 71 against Houston. So, like, you say, okay, maybe he gets out there early, hits some shots, and then starts to fade as time goes on. See, I like that, and, and I like that you could do that. Like, if you could play the first quarter or the first half angle on some of these props, because my problem, like tonight, for example, you have Giannis going against the Brooklyn Nets, and they got a bunch of injuries. They're getting killed on the glass right now. They don't have enough size, but if the Bucks go out there and take care of business and go up 20 points, is Giannis going to play long enough to grab 13 rebounds? Uh, that's what scares me a little bit with some of these props. It's just the blowout angle. You never know who's going to be out there in half of these games. But I do like playing the first quarter of the first half props if you could find those. That's a really good angle, especially are there, there. Are there certain props you guys like in the playoffs? Like, do you like points, rebounds, steals? Fouls. Like <laughs> I like Take unders. the under on fouls because they don't Speaking of fouls. unders, Arkansas-Auburn first half under. Thank you very much. I couldn't remember what the number was, and I was freaking out, but I know it's not 70. 69 and a half.